0: Hello and welcome to Bluebells Forever, a podcast with interviews of Bluebell dancers past and present. Join Sherry Lewis, a Bluebell herself, as she leads us on a journey through story and experience. And now here's Sherry. So I am here with Lynn Sterling. And Lynn, I think, um, I didn't realize you were a Bluebell till not that long ago, and so when I was doing Bluebell, Jason, like, no, Lynn is a true Bluebell, but I know you from Greg Thompson days in Bermuda. Probably the best gig, besides Bluebell, like those shows. You, we'll talk about Jubilee that you did are amazing, but also, you know, living on an island doing a show is also a really, really great way to be a dancer. So um,
1: welcome. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. I was really um, excited when you uh, sent the invitation to me, um, and. Gonna be fun, it's gonna be fun. Recall,
0: try and recall. (laughs) 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 I have to say, you look look exactly the same. You look look just the same because sometimes we have to adjust, like, wait, oh, there's that face. You look exactly the same. And I just remember you being like such a fun person in the show, backstage, after show, before show, on the beach. Like, you're just such a fun, lively person. And then to come online and go, it's still Lynn, you still, yeah, you've got that vivacious energy and, and so fun. So I'm excited because I lost contact. So the fun thing of doing these interviews is to figure out, okay, what have you been doing the last 40 years? (laughs) And what did you do before we get to Bermuda? Because what we've learned a lot of times is we sit next to people backstage and don't know anything about them. You know, like, I think we talked about soap operas or at least with Annie B like catching us up on all my children. (laughs) And they're like,
1: wait, I think in in our twenties, our, our topics of conversation aren't as deep as they are later on. (laughs) <laughs> say, yeah. kind i of just had the to surface.
0: know you were really good well, at letting us know which band was the one to go see and you were keeping us up to date on that
1: i was so into yeah music and and nightlife at that time and when, we were in such yeah interesting exotic places it was easy and yeah, at the time i was yeah extremely social and um like to get out and find out what was going on. And we, we would run into people. We didn't know what and getting to know cl- club owners and all this kind of stuff. And before you knew it, it was like, I, I, I was out every night, almost, I think almost every night. I do remember, I do remember one time saying that I, I took a break for like a week and stayed in or two weeks and stayed in and read books instead. I said, you know what? I'm going <sighs> to take a break for the night. a little. But that, and then. That only happened once.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think I read let's go ahead and we'll do Bermuda first, then we'll go backwards and go like where you grew up because the, um, I actually pulled my journal out, which I didn't even know I had one, because I was gonna do a thing on the hundredth episode because there's two women that have written books about their Bluebell days, and it's because they wrote letters to their honey and had oh. the wherewithal to save them. And so now they've got like all this material for a book because, it was all in their letters to their parents and to their their loved ones. So I thought, oh, I wonder what's in my my journal. Well, nothing. I'm going to read online, <laughs> but some of it was the the craziness of I was telling this before we recorded. Like, oh, we had uh, dinner on a submarine today, or we hung out with the Blue Angels who were in town, or President Ford and his service Secret Service men were in the audience. And I kind of went on a date with one of those. Like, oh, this is just Tuesday. This is just normal, and we go swim with the dolphins and go scuba diving and. the Bermuda part of my life, I just like, I feel like I was, I think I told you, I went with my friend a few years later and she was, I was just telling her all these normal, these things that felt normal. And she's like, do you hear you? Do you hear? (laughs) Yeah. yeah." And like those experiences in Bermuda, I think was so saturated with such amazing opportunities. Like I remember taking my moped and like, I found caves today. I went in some caves.
1: Yep. (laughs) I remember going and swimming in the caves um, and number one, owning a moped. Yes. To drive around, right? Yeah. Owning a moped uh, for transportation, um, uh, checking out every beach on the island. Um, I think I. I think I actually docked um, one of the ferry boats one time. <laughs> really? Um, yeah, yeah. we, we were talking with the captain upstairs or right up there. And I remember steering, uh, steering the ferry boat from, because they had the ferry that went from the princess to the Southampton and back. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So the Hamilton princess of Southampton and their own little ferry that went between so that you could.
0: Uh, yeah. I remember that because you, you going could to go town. back and t- back and forth. Um, well, I have to say, cause we, we were one of the first cast that got to have the mopeds again, because. Right. They were afraid we'd crash them. And so mm-hmm. we were like, we'll be good. Well, I crashed mine with Michael mefford on the back, went over the handlebars. You, and I crashed mine. And I just read that story because you, we heard that Lynn has been run over by a taxi. <laughs> we went down to the front of the hotel and you were yes. under you had the I don't know you wiped out and but you were I I was you were out of the show right I was laying there on the yeah Uh, what
1: had happened was I what happened was I think um I don't remember exactly I just remember that either somebody stopped short or and I didn't stop soon enough we were on our way out that night we were on our way and we were on our way out after to go to lay down to the night
0: disco 40 right?
1: (laughs) right So we'd finished the show, we were on our way out and we go to stop. And, um, and so I went forward on the bike and my knee hit my, was it my right or my left? I don't remember. I think it's my left, my left knee hit the back of the thing. So I kind of slipped forward and the knee hit Yeah, in a, over, over the handlebars kind of thing.
0: Oh man. Yeah.
1: And I remember just laying on the ground. And I was just laying completely still because I didn't want if something was wrong, I didn't want to make anything worse. Yeah. So, yeah. And I remember, I think I, um, I probably tore something in there, but whatever has happened has never bothered me. But yeah, I remember just laying there and laying there. And eventually it got taken down the hospital. I think they did x-rays and stuff. And I think I was off it for a little while, um, but not too long.
0: You were out of the show because my friend Maureen was visiting yeah. And Jeff was like, Hey, any chance you want to stay a few extra weeks until Lynn is back in the show? And then she didn't do it. But I think we just repositioned in the show. Everybody, Yeah. But I think it was like, please don't tell Greg, please don't tell that there's been a crack. Cause we've just, we're so lucky to have the mopeds and not have them taken away because it was, that was the most fun. Right. Have have their big 80s hair. I remember like making it big and then you put their helmet on and you squish it on. Then you just pop back up when we get to the disco 40. High heels, mini skirts, the, ho- the, the yep. follies heading down around the island in our mini skirts on our moped. Yep. It, was, it was the best. Yeah. And another thing that you were part of, which I'm going to show the video when I release this, was the sharks video that we did <laughs> when we were dancing in the cave with our, our wild cat thing and jump, they were jumping off cliffs and we did that was because so, you were friends with them i think they were they were doing their basement tape when that was the thing on mtv was the basement tapes like Oops. local bands it was a competition mm-hmm. so we did some stuff at jo- Jobson's cove swimming with them dancing on the beach it's such a great video i show it every once in a while and i think i've tagged you in it and then also yeah, they, just had the you,
1: they had you choreographing it i remember that
0: yeah it was so yeah. much fun yes We wore like leopard print and tiger print, and we were like big hair.
1: (laughs) And and yes, that. And then also running around on the beach. I remember the scene, chasing the guy down the
0: beach. Yeah. And uh, I've seen bits and pieces of that. I think you posted it somewhere. I will post it again and I'll tag you when this episode comes out because that was such, MTV was like the biggest thing ever. I just have so many good memories. I also remember laying on the beach and you coming in, I'm sorry. I hope people are listening. I'm just having my own reminiscent time with you. We even got to your Bluebell days of you coming in with a Walkman. This is such a weird memory. And it was your rhythmics had just come out and you're like, listen to this. And we were like, what is this? Like just new music would come out. You were always like right there. You knew which bands to go to. We would go probably six nights. Like when I'm listening to my journal, it was like, every night out in the disco, like, Oh, I'm staying in tonight. And I think I would try to do the same thing. Maybe two nights of not going out after the show and just dancing all night and listening to good bands. And yeah. you were the best one for that. Like, I think you just knew and you, but you'd been to Bermuda before that, right? That wasn't yes, your first gig. Okay. Yes, so let's had, go backwards I was, then.
1: I was always into music um, as a kid too. And, and I always was, I, I remember uh, me and my friends were listening to David Bowie before anybody was. So I was always kind of ahead and I was always listening to uh, what well what you could get there weren't really that many alternative stations in the 60s and 70s. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but there, there were um, the, Albar- the AOR stations, um, a lot of them in the evening. Um, usually uh, like after the main hours of the day, like last couple of hours, like between 10 and midnight, would play stuff that they normally weren't allowed to play during the day. So I would hear, so I, and this was on the East Coast. So um, I was exposed to, I just happened to be in the right place. And I was exposed to a lot of, um, of what would have been alternative for the seventies stuff too. So I heard Lou Reed when I was very young. Wow, <laughs> and 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 you know, Velvet Underground and a lot of these these bands that that weren't like mainstream for that time, but people were listening to them. Um, probably people older than me. Um, I also had um, family friends who were uh, friends of the family who had older kids that were hearing stuff and would like share things with me and uh, with our family. And my family loved all kinds of music, so I grew up listening to you know, uh, 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 Nat King Cole. Um, I listened to um, uh, uh, Louis Prima, um, Herb Alpert. Um, uh, I would listen to a lot of uh, Latin, Andre Segovia. I mean, you name things that, I mean, like anything. uh, We, you know, watch of course musicals when we were kids were like, especially those who ended up being dancers. I mean, that was a big influence, but lots of different kinds of music was listened to in my family, different yeah. genres. So, so when I got out, I was like listening to things and, and I found that my ear always liked things that weren't quite um, perfect. Mm-hmm. So that's-, that's why anything that knew, especially that time, a lot of that music that came out was not your typical smooth sounding, you know, you yeah. know, lyrical kind of stuff. It was, can be, could be discordant or, you know, maybe slightly off and, or, you know, deep, different kinds of voices. Um, and, um, and, I was never much for ballads. That's the only thing I said, I mm-hmm. never much for actual pop music and I'm yeah. still, not. so, but yeah, so, so at the time, so that just kind of fed into it. Cause when the eighty with the 80s, everything was different. So it was easy. It was easy to find the cool stuff that was everywhere.
0: Oh my God. And I never <laughs> be excited. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I, um the disco 40 had different floors. I feel like you could go listen to pop. You could listen to punk, which I think you, we'd go together and I think you would go up and visit punk. I think I would try it for a few minutes. I'd go back to like, Michael Jackson down the floor below, but we, I have pictures in the photo of how we would do our birthday parties. So full out, we did a punk party for years and everybody dressed up. And that picture is, I mean, I think we have our legs wide open with our (laughs) punk stuff with our hair rotted up. It was so much fun. Like, I love that we would go full out for people's birthdays and like what was kind of their personality, but that's how I remember you is just, again, those vivacious that was ahead of everything. And I would learn like Good music that still to this day, I think it's like when I tell people about eurythmics, people like my daughter is super eclectic. She likes stuff that goes back to her grandma's time to stuff that I can never find. But, um, but I would tell her about that eurythmics thing of how it sounds like not that different now. But at the time, it was yeah. so different. And I go, Is Lynn, there's people like that that would introduce you to things that weren't, I mean, then I got on the radio, but I think we were in the pro- like when the doing what we were doing at the time where music was just you know when you're young and it's that kind of change up in music that's a little like something's changing something's new something's exciting yeah
1: yeah it was a good time yeah oh I'm glad I'm glad I was that person
0: yeah because that's why I (laughs) I just I told her why that that just stands out that we were like laying on the beach as we always did and you're like listen to this and put the headphones in and like you know like your introduction to certain music that that stands out so I want to go back to where you grew up and what kind of kid were you like when did um, dance come into that? Like picturing oh you in a ballet class as a toddler, I don't know if I see that. I was born and raised in Maryland, um, 1959.
1: Um, I had three siblings, um, one, three, uh, yeah, yeah, three, four, and five years younger than myself. I was the oldest. Um, my dad was um, an engineer, and mom was a homemaker. Of those days. And um, um, I lived in a really cool um, neighborhood in Maryland, just outside of Washington, D.C. So um, but as a kid, I was kind of um, I had some good friends when I was younger. Um, I didn't I got into dance. My um, mom reminds remind, used to remind me I got into dance when I was probably um, four years old. And okay, weirdly enough that you mentioned something about uh, a a girl with polio, but mine was not quite the same. Um, I got into it because I was, I was born with bow legs. So when I was young, I had the baby shoes with the screws in the bottom and a metal bar to keep my hips and my legs straight. So they um they suggested that they put me in some kind of um physical thing for me to um you know to 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 keep those things in line so i wouldn't keep it. So, oh. and um so i i started off then and um i was it was a a very not strict it was um it was a classical ballet school there wasn't anything else there was no modern there was no jazz i think they had a tubling cat class um for little kids, but um, on the side. but um, the woman who um, Felma Tierney, who was my ballet teacher all those years, um she I think she, I think, from what I remember, she had um, ties to the Washington ballet company or or um, uh, she I know she dealt with the children's school for the Washington Ballet Company at the time, I do believe. Um, and she was a strict ballet teacher. I mean, we're talking, you know, um, she was amazing. So, um, but I remember I went all the way through that until I was, uh, my first year in point, I was 12 years old because she didn't allow you, you weren't allowed to get into point shoes in this school, um, until you were 12 because your feet had not fully developed.
0: Mm.
1: So, so we, I was my first year, 12 years old. And, um, um, I started, I, I started <laughs> I had a girlfriend, I had a friend in that, in that class, and we started to get in trouble um, because we would talk class. (laughs) and, um, but I remember we, we didn't do recitals like they do now. Uh, Recitals were um, in the classroom, and the only people invited were parents, and they sat in front by the mirror, and we did whatever number that, we had practiced for the recital. And it was during, a, usually during a, a regular class time. Hmm. Um, we didn't do the big productions. like <laughs> um, And I remember I always, I didn't hate it. I just was very uncomfortable.
0: With the performance I, part?
1: With, with Because, uh, with the recital, yeah. not because my parents were there, but because other parents were there, and mm. because other parents were watching me, and I said, "Mom, my mom tells me I said this. She said that I did not like doing the recitals, and I did not like dancing in front of other people because they were because they were watching me all the time." And she go, "My mom says she tells me well, the reason they're watching you is because you're so good." And I went, "That's mm. nice. That's really nice, Mom." <laughs> you know, I'm thinking <laughs> in my head, but uh, I don't care. Um, but also, um, I think my dance teacher saw something in me at that age and at that time, and she had talked to my mother about me auditioning for the children's school for the Washington Ballet. Um, they were, of course, the ones who were the children during the Nutcracker and whatever, whenever they used. But that, you know, that was kind of like the beginning to go into the Washington Ballet School. And I remember when my mom told me about this. I was. No, 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 no! Absolutely not. And I actually quit dancing at the age of twelve. Oh, yeah, I quit dancing at the age of twelve. I was so afraid to perform in front of other people besides, you know, my class, my peers, and my my teacher that I was it was no, and I quit. Wow! But two years later, in junior high when I was 14 and had more confidence and more friends and, and um, had been out in the world a little more besides, you know, elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a girlfriend who uh, uh, danced at, um, I think it was, was it Dawn Crafton? Yeah, it was Dawn Crafton. Uh, it was Dawn Crafton and um, I went uh, with her to a dance class i said well you just gotta come try I said, okay i'll go try i think she had like there was like a, a kind of a teen adult group um so so anywhere from um like 14 15 years old to like 18 early 20s believe it or not it was kind of a mixed group that wasn't like the strict so they did things like um jazz and hawaiian and um uh, all sorts of, you know, a modern and there was still ballet, but so I went and I finally, I got back into dance that way. And I did my first, um, they, but I was very uncoordinated, very uncoordinated at the age of 14. It was like, it was really hard. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever had happened from 12 to 14 was a mess. And so <laughs> 14. So I did that for a year and then I quit again. Okay. Two years later, Time to go into high school. Okay. And my girlfriend, Cindy Robinson, and I heard about the pom pom squad at the high school. And we, it's not cheerleaders, but it's something you do. And oh, they do this. Oh, okay. Well, that kind of sounds kind of cool. Um, let's go audition. <laughs> so, we're not knowing what we were doing, we go on audition, and um, when, uh, both of us get in. Um, but uh, me by the skin of my teeth, um, i am actually chosen as an alternate, you know, cause I, had I actually done anything besides ride a bike around town, or, you know, <laughs> maybe go to the swimming pool in the summer, you know, as physical activity for those years, probably not, you know, <laughs> walk down a hall of a high school. No, not. so, um, so I. Uh, yeah, my 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 extracurricular activities weren't much. I, I liked watching television a lot at that time. Anyway, so we so we we get in by the skin of our teeth. And once I got into it, and what they actually ended up, they weren't um they they were uh they performed during um half times and they were actually a precision dance team. Now, how's that for preparing you for life in the forest line? Right. Oh my gosh. Freaking perfect. And I got into it and it was, um, I was was enamored with the idea of exactness and precision and everyone looking the same. And I mean, of of the detail, you know, the detail. And uh, I mean, it was exact, but we did instead of just being a drill team, a marching team, we were a dance team. We actually did dance. And I think this was something that was new for the year that we did it, that they had kind of changed up the style and um, we won state competitions for two years in a row um, with this. Um, so, uh, it, the, and and I I found a love of of movement and dance. And again, that you know, and I didn't go back to dance class. I had this, you know. And did this you?
0: Was... What did you think about performing? Did that change too, or does that yes, that wasn't absolutely. your? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay.
1: Once I found something that I was good at, and that made sense in my brain. Um, (laughs) I, uh, I, yeah, I fell right into it. And in fact, I was, I, I started off as a, as an alternate, but by the time we got to our first performance, I was on the full team.
0: So, did you ever yeah. consider rockets? Cause I know like Anne is also a person that likes detail and precise and she is so good at that. And we've, she's taught us Will Rogers follies and when she, she loves that. And for some people, it's a harder thing with dancers. Now it's a little bit, do your own thing. And it's not very, it's hard to see younger freestyle. dancers hit line yeah. and there, but there's brains that like, let me be free. And there's some, like, give me some parameters and some clean lines and some, you know, precise and that like you, you're, it's a different brain. It's a different kind of dancer. But you yeah, still like performing, because I think some people like I want to do this, but I don't necessarily want to perform. But you've found that again.
1: Yes, I definitely found the, the, the there was no fear when it came to performing because I, I knew what I was doing. And, and uh-huh. I knew and I knew that I was doing it well because people were telling me that I was doing it well. Uh, I think that was another thing I, I had. I had a yet a lot more input at, or to, and to go from from uh, you're, you're going to have to be on the sidelines for that. I mean, we all got to perform for the, for the high school performances for the, ha, you know, the have to basketball and all that kind of stuff. But when it came to competitions, I would had would have been an alter by the time I had already worked myself back into the competition team by the time we had our first competition. So I, that was good feed feed you know, it was yeah, yeah feedback for me to know that I was, that I was good enough to, to to have moved to that position. I, um, I, and, oh, where am I? Yeah, where's my brain? It's <laughs> getting dark there, but is that light? That light and that light. Okay, good. And-
0: how does one get from there to being a professional dancer? Like where, how did yeah. that start for you? Or where would you go, okay, I'm going to really pursue this or okay. get back in dance class or look for auditions?
1: Well, I moved from Maryland, uh, senior year, I moved, we moved out to Washington State. Um, we looked about getting me into, um, uh, about me auditioning for the pom-pom squad there, but they'd already had their tryouts. So I kind of missed out that, but, um, I got into gymnastics of all things at high school that year. So that kept me moving. Uh, I went to my first year of college. Um, um, it kind of wasn't, things weren't meshing in my brain as to what I really wanted to be doing. I was kind of doing what I was told I should be doing. Mm. Um, I was taking poli sci, I was doing, redoing all my math courses that I'd already done. Um, I, and I was going to be doing, I was going to go for, a BScpa, and I've always been good with numbers. That's very, again, another very precise, you know, mm. you know, outcome is needs to be exact kind of thing. Um, but I wasn't in, my heart wasn't in it, you know, I was doing what I was supposed to do. So I spent a year up at what WWU and then I came home. And I went to Olympic College in Bremerton and started going to classes there. And of course, hmm, okay, I'm going to take this class and this class and this class. And, oh, hmm, maybe I should go take a uh, ballet class. Why not? <laughs> let's, let's fill out this. Let's fill out this thing with the ballet class. Okay. All right. So um, I go take a ballet class. And the woman who's teaching is LaWan Morrison. And she also happens to be the... Um, director of the peninsula um what's the name of that what's the name of our studio oh Oh, shoot yeah um I can't remember anyway
0: that sounds close Morrison
1: is her name (laughs) um and uh I got I went in I got got into class and she stops me at one point and says You've danced before? And I said, yes, I just haven't been, you know, in a long time. She goes, well, you know what? Have you considered trying out for the college cheerleading team? And I went, well, (laughs) okay. (laughs) So I ended up being an um, Olympic college cheerleader. It used to be Olympic community college. Now it's Olympic college, but I ended up being a cheerleader for a year. Okay. So my year there, I'm taking dance classes at the college. I'm a cheerleader and, um, and I'm still at the college and the class is like, yeah, okay. You know what? The only thing I'm liking that I'm doing here is dancing. <laughs> I, my parents are talking, well, what are you going to finish? You know, we finish this up in this class and I say, you know what? I remember I came to my parents in tears one night. I think I'm what, so right now I'm 19, 19, 19 and a half or so, maybe almost 20. And I'm going, I, I keep, thinking to myself that I should have done something else that Mm. I should have stuck with my dancing and I didn't, but I'm doing this now. And I can't help, but think that that's what I need to do, or I need to at least try to do this for a living because I can't, I can't see myself doing anything else. I keep ending up back in it and being good at it. (laughs) And, um, and I'm not the only person who thinks so. So there are people who are, <laughs> who have authority that think I'm good at this, I'm gonna go do this. And my parents go, okay, goes, as long as you got a job, you know, um, and, and you know, okay, keep, at least stay in school you know, for a little bit and got a job. And so I went and started taking dances at the studio. So I worked at Dennings, danced at the studio. And um, you remember all the, um, the, 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 what do you call them, like the ballet conferences that they'd have every year. Like the regional ballet
0: mm-hmm.
1: conferences that they would have and the local dance companies would all get together in a certain part, like, like I'm, I think I went to Sacramento um, and they also had these choreographers um, show those choreographers conferences that happened in different parts of the country where um, dancers would go, you get to work with, um, not, well, I guess you would say, um, learning choreographers who ran their own studios and then 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 dancers who ran you would all go to this this one place and then you would be taught by people in the industry ballet modern jazz and then you would all they would they would separate you off to the people who wanted to learn choreography and that they would give you dancers you would be like the pool of dancers you'd get dance classes plus you'd get to learn how to work with choreographers And the choreographers would get to learn how to work with different kinds of dancers. And they would be given like, okay, you're given this music and this style of dance, go. That's what they would do with the choir. It was the most amazing thing. If I don't know whether you can find it somewhere, it was like choreo, it was like um, choreographers dance conference or something. And they were, and yeah, and they were run by people who ran other big, large companies Um, It was really freaking awesome. And I learned a lot with that. But I did that in the few years running up to Greg Thompson, but in between. So I was doing that and going off on all these conferences and do so. One of the last um, show uh, ballet conferences that were in, it was in Sacramento. This is one in Sacramento. I'm in a jazz class where, okay. And this is where everybody went and you took all these classes all weekend and then everybody did there was a big um there was a big performance at the end and everybody did this one big number that they'd been working on all year okay um so i'm in a jazz class and um i guess i'm spotted by miss joe amory yay and she doesn't speak to me directly she I'm very on the up and up because she goes and talks to my dance teacher. She finds out who I am. She goes and talks to LaJuan and says, do you think that Lynn would be interested in auditioning for Greg Thompson? And off we go. Next thing I know, I talked to my parents. I talked to LaJuan. She tells me about Joe. This is all up and up. He does this, he does that, blah, 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 blah. Um, I set up an audition. At Greg's house, what? <laughs> at Greg's house, there was. They only needed one person. They were looking for a girl. They only one person. I in at Greg's house in the basement. My dad drives me over to Seattle. Okay, drives me in the car, takes me because you know, young girl. Right. Dad drives me over. Park outside the house. Go up. Knock on the door with dad. They bring me in. I go in through the kitchen. Wave hi to the wife and kids. He was still married to the wife and kids. Uh, and um, and uh, go on in. And um, he takes me downstairs He puts on some music. And uh, he tells me a few things to do. And, oh, uh, of course, I also had, also had to hike up my leotard. Oh man, because yeah, Greg's not a think,
0: choreographer, so he's just telling you what to do. Is he showing you? Because I'm having yeah, a hard time imagining. You get giving... an idea. You know how Greg was, right? Ah, do you know? Do a little bit of this and he would like you know. <laughs> so funny.
1: But I got the job from this oddball audition and summarily told also that I needed to lose. I think he said 20 pounds oh. at the time. I think I I can't remember what I weighed around the time. I was usually around 135, 140. I was, I was, I was round. I was, you know, I was a I was a I was a healthy girl. Um, um, so I got, but uh that was it. I came over, I remember uh I um uh who Amy. Amy. Well I can't remember her last name. She's writing, she's writing romance novels down. Oh <laughs> Um, and anybody who, anybody, I know Marianne wouldn't remember. They were, they were really good friends, um, Amy and Marianne were. Um, she's writing romance, romance novels now. Um, why can't I remember Amy's last name? It's killing me. I'm too old. <laughs> 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 ah! I was doing pretty good with all this free you, now. But Amy taught me. Um, and I think it was like in one of the warehouses, they had like an area and it was just the two of us. So she taught me the whole show. But that was my first in. That's Where how I got she, into Greg Thompson.
0: Was it the Seattle show or was it for somewhere else? No,
1: no. This was later. Um, I ended up going to the um, East Coast. And was it Valley Forge? I, no, I didn't get that. I was, I was Great Gorge. Oh, okay. Annie B was Valley Forge. I think, I think I do. Jo- I didn't join them at Great Gorge. Did I join them at Great Gorge? I joined them on the East Coast. No, uh, I was at, I was in uh, uh, Boston, Massachusetts area. Um Should-
0: Wow, he had so many shows for a while.
1: There was another. Oh, I was in I was in Boston, and it was at at, a, at like a dinner dinner club. That was the first. That was the very first one, and um, that was the um, um Hair and um was it Broadway? Yeah, it was the broad. Yeah, I think it was Broadway. Yeah, yeah it was similar to the broadway i think it was no it wasn't hollywood the hell it was yeah it was a broadway show it was a broadway show the follies
0: go broadway Follies or, go broadway yes
1: <laughs> yes hair like, cabaret hair um yeah all that stuff i got the horse right here his name is paul Revere. yeah eyes
0: yeah, so, uh, and yeah, dolls um what? i see you as such a good character performer
1: that was when good. you
0: got to do that did that kind of bring out that performance? Because I just think we had Hollywood. So I just remember you being a great character performer because some girls, you know, they can kind of switch it up. I feel like you were so strong at that, but you know, like how you grew up, it's just interesting when people find like, oh, this is, this is where I fit.
1: I think that was my thing with Greg too. Yeah. Um, I I definitely, um, when it came to uh, getting uh, different things like that, um, yeah, I got picked for the, the person who would do it. In fact, I remember, I remember actually being um I ended up, I think some I think I ended up, was I the no, I wasn't, was I the scarecrow? Yeah, because Steve, Steve was the lion and I think was I the scarecrow. I think I, I was the scarecrow. Oh my God, I was the scarecrow.
0: <laughs> I, was, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I okay. was the scarecrow when we did the well, was it a bus. In yeah, if we Reno. brought it to Spark. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. I that, remember. Okay, this no, is a weird story. What did they
1: call it? No, they called
0: it. No, they didn't call it. What did they call it there? No, they did call it something. Well, we were at Sparks, but it was called was the name of the show. Because I remember the poster, PSSSSST. And I remember taking class in Reno, and they're like, Oh, are you with the Pistol? Oh, see, the
1: other one we did in Reno was High Heel Sneakers, is the other one. Oh, okay. That was also Yeah, I did Scarecrow in that. Uh, Cause I, I remember, yeah. And so, uh so for, yeah. And who who are they going to put in the suit? Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> and there was also uh, when we did high heel sneakers, there was some kind of, Oh, there were two, we did two. There were two. We did. I was dressed up as a clown for something for one of our bits. And I don't remember what it was for. I don't re- I don't remember a lot of that show. Um I mean, I do, but I don't, I, I'm more, i remember more what i did around that show than what i did
0: in that show um
1: but i remember so were you like, doing like, like
0: s- were you doing like six month contract year long because i think like bermuda was nine months i think those shows weren't like doing jubilee or hello like a, a year for some of us but they were a little bit shorter because it was more seasonal of yeah where you were saying. so where did you go after how did I, I think aruba because you came with the cast from oh, I, uh, so I, the did, I did I um, did so I did
1: Broadway and then I came back again with um, Follies 82, which is also at the Hamilton Princess. so that was okay. two years. And then the third year was the year that you and I met was out at the Southampton princess love right? that. yeah right. And then after that there was uh, I think that was oh then after that we went we, we went on and did um, and then from it was high heel sneakers. And then, and that was the last I worked for Greg.
0: Um, So you were pretty constant, right? Were you just going contract to contract and he would just have another one ready for you?
1: Yeah. And then I was, I, well, I remember I had to audition for high sneakers. That was the last time I I didn't have to audition for the ones in between. You just got put into the next one.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much.
1: Or, or not put in, I I was, (laughs) fortunately, and then we all had to audition for high heel sneakers for whatever reason. I don't remember why, but we did. And so I got into high heel sneakers and then that was the last one. And then he was going off somewhere else and he was talking. I was supposed to go off to wherever they were going with the new end, And they took Janet and Julie. Mm. Remember Julie? Did you know Julie? Yeah.
0: I met her in Valley Forge and I went to see Anne in the show. Right. Shri- I think Shriver, Julie Shriver. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, and I remember that's when I, that's when I, that's why
1: I ended it because I was asking for more money oh. <laughs> for a raise. They went, no, nah, we can't do a raise. I said, why not? They said, well, we're going to have two. you know, we got two leads at the other one. So since, 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 he, since he had, that's what I was told.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And I'm, I wasn't lead material. So I, I was, I was the character actor. So he wasn't going to pay me more money for his, the character actor. But he, you know, that I wasn't lead material for him. So, well, when you were
0: done, because we were talking before we recorded about how there's a trade off of doing those shows, like you get to go experience like the world, you yes. get to do all this. And, but there is a trade off too, is like, you know, you have enough money to get by, but like, okay, I have no retirement. I've done, <laughs> mm-hmm. but when you ask for more money and you realize, oh, maybe this is as far up as I can go.
1: Yeah. Did, as did as you think you, I
0: like, I wasn't going to get anywhere. I'm just going to go off to another place.
1: Uh, my family had just moved to California while I was, <laughs> your family moved while you were away. Right. They did. <laughs> but they moved, <laughs> they moved from Washington state to uh, to San Diego. So I had a bed waiting for me, you know, anyway, I had a bed waiting for me at the, at the homestead in San Diego. So uh, I, I left, um, so yes, yeah, so I left Reno, I used to live, you know, lived in the back of my truck. So I yeah I had everything in the back of my in the back of my truck I was able my whole life fit there, my my seat my seat my uh, not CDs didn't have my cassettes my stereo Mm -hmm. system my bedding and my clothes that's all I needed yeah and I everything fit in the back of my little uh, Toyota truck, so
0: did you think you were done dancing
1: huh
0: Did you think you were done dancing since you left grades? you just knew that's just not with that yeah avenue. not with
1: that not with that so I went looking and the first thing I did when I got to San, Di- San Diego was look for a dance studio hmm. and I found a great uh uh Carol Reynolds who ran um no see this is Pen- this is Peninsula Dance um in um and she her mom had owned the studio before she did and um Anyway, so I got it with her and she used to do a uh, weekend, she used to do um, nightclub shows down in Tijuana. So we would, so she had all of, uh, out of the kids, girls and the, you know, kids, and p- adults in the dance studio, um, she would choreograph numbers and we would go do shows on, in Tijuana at, at the, at this nightclub in Tijuana drive across the thing at night. Yeah, I get, every, I got my dance classes for free for doing that. 25 bucks a show wow (laughs) (laughs) hey it's a big dance classes was enough I mean for crying out loud that's some money right there so I (laughs) could take whatever classes I wanted as long as I was available for performance you know once a week and it was once a week so um so that was she was awesome and through her I got some other little side gigs I ended up working in Wendover one time and um And then uh, through that and other, oh yeah. So that went for a while. And then what happened, I I was doing that for about a year and a half. Yeah, about a year and a half. And um, someone that I had worked for had given my name to a woman named Morag Vilkevik, who was the choreographer and director for um, Royal Viking Cruise Lines. And I went and I got the job without having to audition on my, I guess, on my merit of I still can't remember. I wish I could remember. I'm not sure whether it was Heather Victorson or not. It might have been, but I can't remember where I met Heather before that. So that's what's confusing to me. (laughs) Anyway, um, so. Oh, Carol. To Penny France. Oh, that's what it was. Penny France is the, uh, somehow from Carol's group, I ended up working in Reno with Minnie. Minnie, she ran that rag down here that had all the auditions in it.
0: Oh, the dirt, uh, not the dirt, the dirt?
1: Dirt alert. Dirt alert, yeah. (laughs) Yes, Minnie choreographed it and said another one, but Penny France um, produced it. And it went up to um, Reno. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but um, Heather Victorson was in it, and I was in it, and um, a couple of girls that I worked with, that were in, that I worked with in um, San Diego, a bunch of people. Anyway, that was my link. I ended up coming to Vegas for the auditions and working up in Reno. Um, Then so after that so the that's the Heather Victorson tie. Then Heather Victorson gave my name to Morag. Worked for Morag. I did uh, nine months on cruise ships, all over the place. Hmm. Um, uh, As the I think I was part of no was yeah I was part of the swing team. So I got to go and hit you know relief for for north northern europe and scandinavia tour then oh. relief for south america tour then relief for the um
0: uh south pacific oh my gosh so i got to see all of that so you would come in if a dancer was out and just replace someone like on a vacation or something and just going no, for a um, it was a
1: whole team of us It was a whole team that was a relief team oh. i replaced oh. i replaced somebody who had to leave but um uh I replaced him, but I then joined that team, and then that team went and jumped ships as uh, to relieve the, the 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 permanent crews.
0: How fun! Oh my gosh!
1: So yeah, so I that that was boy. I really got to see about half the world doing that.
0: That was how would you do on awesome. the ships? Did you? Because I remember. I love the ships. But at some point I'm like, I want to go bowling, even though I don't bowl. I was just mad. There were things I couldn't do. No, and some serious. people love the ships. I just started yeah. to get antsy, but I mean, cause you'd be an adventurous person. If you have different ports, cause when I did the same port every week, it wasn't as much fun as, it sounds like you could have an adventure every day. That was the beauty because we never,
1: we didn't repeat, um, as many as, I mean, I, I can't remember. We'd be at like three months on one, three months on another, three months on another. So, um, we maybe got to do things twice. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or, but uh, oh. I can't remember the full schedule, but I remember I, I didn't get bored with the places cause I only got to see them a couple of times.
0: Yeah. Wow. Oh. Yeah.
1: yeah. So but I fell in love with Bali and um, yeah, I, mm. I need to get back there one day besides Bermuda on the other side, there's Bali. I got to get back there one day, but I fell in love with Bali.
0: Wow. Oh. So, oh.
1: so, um, But yeah, I got to see a lot of places. I ended up in Singapore. Um, I got to see the Northern Lights. Um, I got to see the Midnight Sun. I got to see-
0: Oh, (laughs) uh, oh my gosh.
1: I was in South America. I got to see, yeah, I got to see, um, well, the the very cold waters near uh, Antarctica. (laughs) uh, I got to see, um, I got to see um, uh, Evita's grave in Buenos Aires.
0: Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean,
1: yeah. That was actually, I, I guess that was kind of a, a big deal is everybody would like go to this cemetery where she, her, her tomb is. I think I have pictures
0: of the tomb wow. outside
1: of the, of the, what do they call it? I can't remember what they call it, but it's like the, you know, the big.
0: Yeah. Mausoleum. Which, I'm sorry. Mausoleum. Yeah. yeah. The mausoleum. Oh, um,
1: very cool. Yeah. I, I, I got to see, I w- it was in, I was in Rio. Um, I ate, um, Argentinian, <laughs> Argentinian steaks at a, at a restaurant. Um, you name it. Yeah. So yeah, it was pretty, pretty cool.
0: I, yeah. That sounds like, cause I, cause again, I think of you as an adventurous person, cause the ships that I was on, it was, I didn't really party that much, but it was mainly like do the show, go out dancing on a drink, be hungover And the ports, you know, you used to do the same three ports, but I yeah. wanted to go see the world. Like I was actually offered a world cruise, which I turned down. Now again, there's things I want to kick myself in the butt about, but I wanted to see the world and that's, you got to do that. And like, it's not the same, it's not a party ship. You got to see and experience so much.
1: And these ships were um, high end. So um, there wasn't a lot of, um, I mean, there was a lot of stuff going on, but there wasn't as, as for the, the, the feel of the, of the, of Royal Viking Cruise Lines at the time um, was uh, very expensive and exclusive and smaller ships. So there weren't as many people There aren't like these big things now that have thousands of people on them. No, we're talking 600. Oh, wow. 600. Right. I think, I think it was 600 max. And they were able to get into places that other ships couldn't because they were smaller. And uh, they also didn't do, I didn't do a lot of crossing. We didn't do a lot of uh, transatlantic we mm. pop in where they were going and then do this stuff. So, so we didn't have like all this time at sea, Yeah, you know, like, uh, like a lot of people did where they have like, you know, four or five days of stretch with nothing to do, but energy. No, um, no, uh, we didn't, we, we, my, and the, they would have, but my crew didn't, we would pop in where we we're supposed to be flying, get on do anything, and then go oh off and fly out. So, yeah. So that's like the- why. I think it yeah. would have probably just been the difference of what the cruise was like, like yeah. how many days in between ports you had.
0: How did you like the shows? Did you still love performing? Oh
1: yeah, they were great. They were great. Um, we did we did, uh, we did an America show, <laughs> which was kind of <laughs> like country and Americana, and um, and a bunch of stuff. And uh, we did a we did like a, a Broadway a musical show. Um, and what else? I think there was one more. I think we three different kinds of shows. Yeah, so I got to do another cabaret number. We got to do the um, the girls on the chairs.
0: Oh nice. Yes, nice. and her style, her style
1: was very fossy. So it's very fun. She was oh. yeah, she literally used used some some like direct fossy moves, which is really a lot of fun. So I got some good exposure there.
0: Yeah. So we have to jump to Bluebell here eventually. Okay, um, but
1: because <laughs> so, so fun is there, let's get out of that. So we went through there, then I worked uh, out of um, so Morag took me to there. Um, then we ended up with um, in Tahoe with Frederick Abcar and then from there, which actually uh, and and again, all hail to. Um, no. <laughs> my my brain is gone. All hail to um. Oh, uh, who did said? It? Who did I say? My brain's gone.
0: Not Fre- Frederick Epcar. No. No. Uh, no. Morag. Um, Morag.
1: Who, who 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 got me to Morag? It was um.
0: Oh my gosh, we'll have to. Oh, we'll shoot. make the we'll make the listeners go back for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> have to go back for that. She also she got me the job with Frederick Apcar too. So anyway, Frederick Apcar. So Frederick Apcar and uh, which was awesome. And I loved that because that was all on Ron Lewis
0: card. Yes. Oh my god. I guess I I worked with Joan I Always wanted to do Ron Lewis because I'd see those shows. I'm like, that's the dancing I want to do. I can oh still so see. That. That's like <gasps> funk. And I uh. went,
1: that's awesome. This is it. I don't know. And then yeah. then after that, um uh quit uh done with that, that show closed. I went back to San Diego then ended up, um, that's when uh, a few, a little while later, the um, the height went down and Dawn was begging me to come and um, come out to um, Vegas. She goes, come out here. You can live with us. You can stay with us till you get settled and you've got to audition. So I moved in with Dawn and Greg in Vegas uh, at their house. Um, and, uh, and um, went and auditioned. I didn't get it. But I did get a job with Michael Darren <sighs> Going to, yeah, um, I really looked out. Another, wow. another, yes. Um, uh, I, I don't know. People have these, these bad stuff. I loved
0: working with him. He's, I just heard he could be a hothead or whatever, but because yeah, chore- people don't know. He choreographed cold hearted snake. Mm-hmm. And I know he did other things, but I think when people like, Oh, that's that, that's when we know that name. Yeah. So just, yeah. just right there to put that level up there of who he uh-huh. is who and he how is. he works yeah. and how he conceives
1: that was, that was a, that was an honor to work for him. So was
0: but, it a yeah. one, was it a one-time show or was it a running one, show? It was a one-time show for him. He was going, I'm done with these people, <laughs> 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 but he
1: did the show and it was in Missouri. It was the one with, um, it was with Kirby Van Birch and Bobby Beresini And I guess they, they, yeah. Oh, there might be tales about that, but that's for, I've, show.
0: I've <laughs> heard some. Yes. <laughs> Gossip
1: show. But anyway, um, I was in that first cast that went out there to their the, the place that they built for for them. As to, to, they, they were, they, that was their place. They were moving out there for good. I think I've heard Kirby Van Burch is still out there somewhere, but that's what I heard. I don't really know.
0: Mm-hmm. anyway. So they,
1: <laughs> they call me wrong. That's the myth that's out there. Anyway, I know they had a falling out afterwards, but that's on them. I was gone after the first year because when I got home after that first year, it was November. And what happens in
0: November at
1: Jubilee? because
0: you because yeah. I was the tallest one in Bermuda I was I think Lisa and I are the same yeah. height but you're I'm was five nine and I know you were shorter than me so they must have changed the height requirement they okay yeah
1: they'd actually changed it before like I said the year before that audition they I they weren't I wasn't ready for them or they weren't ready for me or I I, I needed to I needed to get back in the mix because I hadn't been dancing from 89 to 91
0: Oh, I love that you have breaks in there that, that and you still are able to keep going. Yeah. It's a good lesson. You don't have to always be busting your butt. Like but taking a little break I, is sometimes good.
1: I think that's, yeah, I think it's why I lasted so long too, you know? Well, also the nature of of the show too, is that it's meant so that you can do it six, you know, uh, six nights a week, two shows a night. You know, it's not, we're not talking ballet we're not talking, uh, yeah, we're not talking point work here, you know, two hours a night. <laughs> four hours a night or three hours a night for six nights a week yeah we didn't talk about short lifespan so i think yeah mm. the nature of the beast is that you it, the choreography is not as difficult um so you can do it longer
0: um that's just reality there kids well and i know when i talked to Anne because i kept because she was one of my students I took her to audition for Greg Thompson. So I love all the way our circles have overlap in each other. So she was, oh, I don't know cool. how, I think it was a conversation backstage as she mentioned Don. And then because we we're all connected through Greg Thompson and then like, oh. you're working with Lynn and Annie B, which just makes me happy because I was done dancing at least those kind of shows then. And they were still, you guys are still going strong. And so here it is. My student, 10 years younger than me, is working with my friends who are kind of like looking out for the younger ones. I love that, you know, yeah. like there's there's these people that are seasoned as you come in as a new, well, she'd been working a lot before she got to Jubilee as well. She'd been already doing a lot of, of her own stuff, but. Heather Victorson. There it is. Be <laughs> watching out for the
1: people coming behind you. Heather Victorson got me two of the greatest gigs of my life. Heather Victorson, say it again.
0: Hey, I, I make sure we tell her to listen to this so she knows she <laughs> has some credit coming. She's-
1: some credit, credit for that definitely absolutely because I I didn't have to audition for either one of those jobs they just took me on
0: her recommendation so yeah pretty cool um
1: did so, you have you seen Jubilee yeah. had you
0: seen Jubilee before you auditioned or to kind of yes. know so you, yeah because you've been living yeah, in Vegas I see
1: Dawn I I actually went and saw because I'd moved in and I think I'd um I had uh saw Dawn because she you know she was in the show at the time so yeah very exciting so I came back and uh, got in on that audition and so right after that went into jubilee that January how'd you like it
0: I loved it because you've been having a good long career as a dancer you've been traveling and now you're in one place doing something that's maybe not breaking your body the same as doing Ron Lewis but there's a season that fits better for different people for maturity and dance but that was because you could make Vegas your home for a while and like yeah. Do the same show. The, the
1: first time I, I had in my life that I could think about just, you know, oh, well, what do I do now? I'm sitting still. I can, or, you know, I can stay here. I can like start thinking about, hmm, you know, buying furniture that isn't secondhand and, you know, like, yeah. or, you know that kind of stuff. Yeah. The nesting thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, a year, two years into, um, yeah. Yeah, you're into um that I Jubilee, um, I ended up getting my condo. But yeah, so yeah, so now we're in Jubilee. I was a short bluebell, so I was covered.
0: And um it was awesome. I love that show so much. Yeah. I saw Anne in it. And the first time I saw, I think I saw up in the light booth. And so yeah. it was just really, really fun. Cause I had done Hello Hollywood, hello. Which oh, are yes, kind of Ann similar.
1: Anne was the girl that got dropped from the ceiling, wasn't she? At one point, she get dropped um, from the ceiling? Top hats, I, I don't think,
0: think so. Was. Oh, yeah, it was just, it was I don't think you were in the oh, show. Not, oh,
1: not Anne, um, not Anne, um,
0: Green, Selaski. Green,
1: and Anne Bullis.
0: <laughs> oh, and Bullis came from this, and Bullis I, came from the ceiling. Oh, because I don't think you were in the show when I had come down there. Because I also no. i know so many people over the years that were because in it. I don't know if you know Michael Sharon. <laughs> It took forever for me to put together, like, because I knew you were
1: in Hello, and what was weird is, I swear, when were you in Hello, Hollywood?
0: What years? Uh, 1980 to end of 81. So I came before I came to Bermuda, so I don't know if I ever talked about it or whatever. It was, I didn't really know what an honor it was to work for Don Arden and Blue Bell at the time. I was just on to whatever is the next show, and then going, oh, wow, that was pretty, pretty amazing. And it was fun to go see Jubilee and know it wasn't the same show, but it had that same class and wow yeah. and spectacle. So it was really fun to get to just watch well, and absorb it. Hello,
1: Hol- I got to see Hello, Hollywood, Hello, because, I, well, yeah, I mean, we we would make friends with people, you know, and so we would go down. There. That's why I was asking what year I I didn't see it until later. Like I said, when we were in when we went
0: to Reno we were in Sparks, yeah. right. I remember going that to see the show. The yeah. It was back I in Reno. You, know, you had to yeah. get to go back and see it. Cause I, I was only in pst, for a less than a month because I told Greg I was done and then they needed somebody and he was going to hire Dawn, but he, I don't yeah. know but, why, but if she had to wait or he hadn't hired her yet, he goes, can you just go open the show and then, I'll, and then train your replacement. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. So I was only there for a short amount of time. Yeah. And then Don came into the place that was mine in Bermuda. Yeah. But yeah, but I remember going to see Hello, Hollywood, Hello, and there were so many shows, I think, because Tahoe had shows. I think Frederick abcar there was a, a couple Ron Lewis Heats on or something that was playing yep. at Tahoe. That was a fun thing of being in those towns. You, go is back you could go you, see, you see other people. Dance. Yeah, and it was like on your day off, like just go see more people dance and go see what else is out there. Yeah. And take dance classes, because I just remember I love the dance studios in Reno. And Vegas, like some of the best classes ever. Were you still taking class at this point, or like no, nah? I, was, I was a lazy girl.
1: <laughs> Every once in a while, I would I would go, but I I didn't. I took classes before I got in the show, but once I got in the show, that was enough workout for
0: me. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, yeah, that was enough workout for me. And I would always go back to class after a show. You know, get ready for the stuff, next like, one, Yeah.
0: Well, cause in Bermuda, I remember trying to find classes and there was one studio. It was it was somebody named Skeeter took class. It was really, really not good, but we would teach each other. Cause I remember, um, Cindy would teach modern. I would take her class in Bermuda and then I was just teaching classes. I would teach them on the stage. I was working go to the high school and teach. I just wanted to keep dancing, but there wasn't a lot of choice in Bermuda. And then sometimes there'd be too many choices. Like I just wanted to be in class and then try to do a show like Montreal. I would take class two classes a day. Well, not every day, but then I would do three shows that night. I'm like, oh, to be young again, <laughs> you know. That you can yeah. do three shows and well, take. Two- I
1: remember us. Yeah, I remember us going and taking because Anne Bullet oh, yeah big. Yeah. I mean, she did karate. She did ballet classes. I remember she got us. She got us. She got us one time down. I think we went to the th- to the studio and we got, we went and did a number. We, we went and we, we all started taking classes down there and they used us for, a, for some kind of showcase or dance show or something that they did in Bermuda one time. And uh-huh. then, uh, but this was, this was before you, I think.
0: Um, yeah, because when I was there, there, there wasn't yeah. much for class. Yeah, but
1: the, the previous year we were, they, we were and got us all into all this stuff. And, <laughs> and uh, also, uh, we also went to uh, voice classes too. Wow. Well, we were there yeah but, but yeah later on you know I didn't, I didn't have I didn't have the energy <laughs> for it after two shows the night because at the time I was by then I think it was I was in my 30s so
0: yeah that's enough doing those shows for your body was just, you know not in his 20s how long did you do Jubilee I did Jubilee for four years you did did you stay in the same position the whole four years or did you mix it up at all or swing or just? No, I stayed in the same position. Again,
1: I don't think, again, <laughs> I I wasn't um, short. I wasn't short. Um, what was that? Um, there's not top, it's what they call them. Um,
0: they call them ponies in Hello Hollywood, Hello, but we might've been oh, the only a, show.
1: There was a different name for them at Jubilee.
0: I can't remember. Um. The the
1: shorter
0: nudes? Yeah, oh, short, just, nudes. A short nudes. That was It, it okay. was just short nudes,
1: short nudes. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I wasn't. They didn't. They didn't fit me, and like you said, I. Would, you said I'm too. Ah, you know I'm not. I'm not the. Ah, uh, I would just was never that. So I. Yeah, when it came to the stuff, I did. Um, I did end up doing swing position, um, when needed, and um, so. But yeah, but I never got moved around in other spots. I was too short. I was five seven, but still, I was. You know, I didn't fit well. So even when they, they liked me a lot um uh okay do i do i get to my um you can grumble uh, somewhat no and i don't want to grumble this isn't a grumble i don't know Mm -hmm. if i should it sounds kind of conceited (laughs) no go for it that's the thing is we get to go back and we get to talk about these things but yeah um, no it's good we actually get to we were we were in rehearsing or something and uh fluff was out in the audience and um One of the, one of our, what was the, one of our guys who was the, one of our guy dancers had been sitting next to her out in the audience. And I guess he came and told me that she turned him and said, she's the best performer we've got.
0: And that's saying, that's not, that's a huge cast. That says a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, looking at that see that's that's what I think so is they, good, that we they don't they have did what they could with
1: me I think and um they gave me they put me in places I probably shouldn't have been um you know but um like especially why is a girl 5'7 doing the swing position in Tiller <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean but here I am next to somebody low. You know, but you know because number one yeah I I had the brain to to understand what was going on right but,
0: um, yeah maybe that precision part and day. your ability to perform those are two really great assets for a big show like that
1: yeah but also yeah but the thing was is that the more the more that happens the more things become became noticeable that i'm not i'm there's the line and then there's the line you know what i mean mm, yeah <laughs> you know there's the there's the line and there well what's this dip in here oh that's lynn you know, <laughs> so especially because they were getting taller and taller. And by the time um, they didn't, they just didn't renew my contract. Visit. And everybody that came in behind me was five, eight and taller. Oh, so yeah, they, <sighs> they moved it back up. They moved the height um, back up or was it five, nine, five, eight or five. I can't remember what the minimum was, but they moved it back up. Actually, they moved mm. it back up the year before they ended my contract, but
0: yeah. Um, did you feel like, ready to
1: be done? Did you uh, feel like
0: you, would you feel like if they hadn't done that, you would have stayed on or were you kind of. Oh, I would have stayed there too. I kept telling it, I'm going to stay here till you kick me out. Seriously. I, yeah. just stay. So I you just staying. So you can have um, a good paycheck, stay in one place, not have yeah. to worry about your next job where it's going to yeah.
1: be. It was right before. I think I was 39 by the time that ended. Yeah.
0: Oh my, uh, my, my
1: 40th birthday would have been the next year. Would, would have been the next, the beginning of you know, the next contract. So. So yeah, my last, um, I was 39 years old then, but I don't, like I said, I, blame. I, I understand the nature of the beast. So I was disappointed. Yes. And like I said, I think, I think I got as far as I could there and I really loved being there. I even liked the changes when they did the changes with the, the mirror and when they did the mirror and the, and the feathers, the, the pink feather opening, Yeah, I they got rid of the top hat never box they, boxes or something people got talk boxes about. right right they, they they changed that all out and they did a bunch of different changes and stuff and i i actually liked that uh opening change so because mm-hmm. we did a lot of change i was uh, probably about two years in to my thing so we i can't remember what i don't dates are really bad for me um
0: i don't remember dates <laughs> Well, I've interviewed Pete Menefee a few times, oh, and I he would, isn't he. And he's a, such a great interview. He has, his life, like just his life as a professional dancer is amazing. And then, but how they would come in and like it's time to kind of change up the show or new costumes because mm-hmm. I mean, that show ran for so long. You, I can't imagine not changing it, but it must have been fun. To like, oh, we got new fresh costumes or new choreography because it kind of perks it up a little bit. Because even when I saw Hello Hollywood, I love the show. But when we were there for. Greg show. We went to see it. I just thought it looks tired. Like I put them on you guys, like, come on, let's put some energy in here because those shows are so beautiful, but people can, you know, check out and there's some people that are like new and fresh and performing. And there's some girls like, come on, come on, on. let's pull some energy out. But yeah, to do that for as long as you did, did you feel like you just had that you didn't have to worry about your performance, your energy or like, okay, I got to pull it out of somewhere. I would have been called on that. You
1: know, Fluff and Diane were afraid to call you on your shit, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> so no. So I never got in trouble for anything like that. So I know I don't think so. I, was I, just- I, I, I don't think I would have uh no, I didn't feel no. I really like I said I really liked doing it. And of course, like I said, part way through my my run there, they they had changed the gravity. That's how I knew Pete menifee because he, he actually came and did the costume settings. They were his costumes for that yeah. show. Yeah. He's brilliant. Yeah.
0: So I, um, we're going to come to a, a closer in a little bit, but what did you do after that when you were like, because 39 is really remarkable because, you know, that's, we were, t- I remember being told 30 was kind of it. Like, man, if you can hang in there until 30, and then to know so many dancers went in close to their 40s, because there's things like you just, no matter how good a shape you are, the knees and backs. You, you went into their 40s. Wow.
1: Yeah. I know, I know quite a few who went into their 40s too. So.
0: So what did you feel done with dancing or just doing shows or like, cause it's hard to figure out know, what's I next. Actually if this is... and
1: I think I went and auditioned around, but um, I don't think it just, you know, I just wasn't what they were looking for. I think I went and auditioned over at um, Follies Berger, mm. you know, over at the, yeah. over at the tribe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um what else oh I also auditioned at FX after that Mm -hmm. because that was still I think that was still running at the time Mm -hmm. FX and um then oh so about six months in um my friend Michelle Urbanic another another call out to somebody who got me a job Michelle (laughs) Urbanic um uh she tells me that they're hiring at star trek and they're doing an audition so uh i put my old very very little used acting skills or you know or you know traditional acting skills together <laughs> uh and uh and uh went down an audition and i'm a terrible I, i'm a terrible auditioner. I'm i'm terrible yeah really? I'm, I'm really i'm really bad I, I get nervous um i you know i choke i choke all bloody time mm-hmm. once you get me in there <laughs> i prove that i can do it so yeah. what happens is so i go down and i i i knew i do a terrible audition sure enough so they call they still call and offer me the job but they don't offer me the full-time job they offer me a part-time job like two days a week so um i two days a week i couldn't do um I was on unemployment benefits still, you know, and um, that would have taken a two day a week would have like completely kicked me out of that. And I would have been able to make my bills. I was, you know, living by, I live by myself. So I didn't have it. I don't have a second income to help me make, make my, so I said nothing. and so they call me um, a few days later and offer me a full-time position. Because the person that they were going to offer the full-time position to couldn't take full-time. She could only take part-time. So <laughs> I like out again.
0: What was the show? Is it acting? Is it um, skit? Is it performance? Is it? Oh, at Star Trek? What it was, yeah.
1: was live. It was live, interactive, live performance. So what you would do is you would go in. You would stand in line. And once you walked into the, to the thing, all of a sudden, you're in a Star Trek movie. You're in a Star Trek scene.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I never saw that They
1: prep you up, they prep you up, the the stuffed shit happens. Oh my god, oh my god, Whoop. uh-oh, you've been beamed up. What? Oh my and gosh. Here you are standing on in the in the transporter room of um Picard's Enterprise with a Starfleet officer telling you, uh oh, you better come with me, you know. So you're $40, now. so that's what happens. <laughs> and then, then you're passed off to another officer who takes you down the hall and takes you onto the bridge. And then you're passed off, and there's another officer, and then stuff goes on to the bridge, and Leon's yell at you on a big screen. And, oh, no. Um, but we're, you know, Jordy, and um, and they're, they're going to have to save you. Oh, whoa, well, we better get you the shuttle. Boink. Down the hallway you go into a shuttle who is run by another stuff officer. Like get you strapped in. Uh-oh, we got to get you out of here. You know, strap in. You know, we don't lose anybody. You know, and before you know it, you're being chased by Klingons in one of those motion rides. Oh no. Right. right. Being fired <laughs> at as those. you're flying through Las Vegas and a wormhole and yeah. And running into the side of the Hilton down to the basement. Oh my gosh. What hotel was this at? This was at the Hilton. It was, well, a Hilton. What was the Hilton on on the on the back side off of Paradise? Uh, what is it called? It starts with a w now. I don't know what it's called.
0: The win? No, is that that one? No,
1: it's something. The... Some other group, some other, uh. Uh, some other hotel group. I can't remember.
0: Is it um, still there, or did it make it to COVID? I no? don't know. You know, I haven't been down that street, in a while. I swear it's still there, but it's just not the Hilton anymore. But but the show's not there anymore. No no no. Was any no. B in that show too? Yeah, any B was like for a while. I feel yep. like I saw a picture. That sounds yep. like so much fun because you're not doing. Oh my okay, God. your body's not doing a show and running around your heels. But you still get to perform. You still get mm-hmm. to have that kind of creative part of you. Mm-hmm. That, sound, that sounds like a wonderful, like, off-ramp from doing the shows. And say, so, like, well, That's now awesome. you have to go work in an office. You get to, like, I still get to play and more mm-hmm. costumes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. How long did you do that for? Ten years. Wow. <laughs> but not yes. that Fun part. Life.
1: Not just that part. Uh, a, about a year or so in, they lost their Klingon female
0: just a to sentence
1: they did not lose her she didn't die in battle but <laughs> she quit she left she got in her she got in her in her in her uh in her uh Klingon uh battle cruiser and left so <laughs> we um so they needed a new female Klingon and what I, I guess what I found out about myself is that I I am really good at um doing things that scare the hell out of me so I auditioned anyway, <laughs> I said, all these, it scares the hell out of me to do it, but I'm going to do it anyway. So I, I've, got, I've got to do it. I got to do it and get over it, you know? So, so I went and auditioned for that. I actually did pretty good at that audition, I think. And that was a lot of improv. Um, I had learned a great deal about improv in that first year. A lot of the people there had uh, were uh, very well-versed in acting, a lot of really good local actors and uh, like, uh, exam- uh, exceptional and an improv artists. Um, some of these guys um ended up working with Second City when they were in town. Um, yeah, we're talking some some high level stuff. So I learned from a lot of really good people. Again, again, yeah, you know, I got had a lot of really good people around me. Um, and um so um I took to heart what they had to say and I studied up on a bunch of stuff and then went in for the audition and um got got it. And I was the female Klingon for our place for, um, for the rest of the time. Your resume
0: must just be super fun to read. <laughs> <laughs> Most people don't know what it is. I mean, right. the real
1: world doesn't know what it is, but yeah. yeah it's quite fun. I don't think the resume really shows all the fun stuff. It just is like, okay, you did this yeah. here on your
0: Klingon. Yeah. Well, but well, this is the fun, the important part I mean. of telling the story is just, yeah. uh, I just, we're, we probably need to end this. You so know, I could talk more. It's raining really hard here. Oh. And I, okay. when I talked to Janet, um, she brought this up and I actually found this photo, which I will post. Okay. It was raining really hard because on in Bermuda and Southampton, our ho- our rooms were all next to each other oh. and then around the corner. So we could, I remember like hanging out the window, like, what you doing? I remember, I think you, I remember breaking into Michael's room. Like I would swing out on the rails and break Roof. into people's rooms, move stuff around. But we, it was raining and like, I went out, and started doing beat. I choreographed something for a bunch of people in class. So we mm-hmm. went out, and I have a picture of us dancing on the roof in the rain. Yes, which we we are, which is probably super stupid, but really, really, really fun. And then Janet goes, "Do you remember getting the shampoo out?" Because she remembers getting <laughs> shampoo. We were we were doing "Sing in the Rain," washing her hair in the port because it was warm tropical rain. Yes, and dancing it was on the spring. Roof. It was spring, and we were still rehearsing. Was it? Yeah, we were we were still rehearsing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, I just remember that being like you Know probably we get in trouble, I'm sure, <laughs> being on the roof. I remember going up to the roof with Sunny and Sandra, popping champagne. We weren't supposed to get, we just found our way around. Like, yeah, there was just you, you live in a hotel, you find all the nooks and crannies. And, and I remember somebody sneaking me back to the office because I was writing the the um, Hollywood Herald that was all the rumor rag thing. Oh Oh so I'd go God. in there, they would sneak me back and I would, and I couldn't type, i learned how to enough. And then like, it'd be like three in the morning hot off the press still, and I would slip it under everybody's door and you could hear people laughing. Some of it was kind of mean, it was kind of mean humor, but there was just so many things that we did to keep ourselves active and yeah. creative and just, it was such an amazing group of people in such a beautiful place. And I loved hearing what people did after that. Cause it was what, nine months of our whole life, which it just feels like such a big part of it. You know, like there's other, other parts of life that feels like that could have been 10 years to 20 because it's kind of the same thing every day. But then it's like, you know, we're going to go swim with dolphins today or dance on the roof in the rain. Yeah. But do you, when you look back at your whole career, is there any, I mean, you've said a few things that stand out to me is like how you said you don't audition well, but you love to do things that scare the hell out of you. Like, and just your personality, just like you've, you have appeared to me as someone who just lives full out but is there anything that your dance career that you feel like just meshed with your personality in a way that your trajectory was going to go until you found that your love of performing and dance? It's a weird question. <laughs> Say that again. Cause I'm not sure. <laughs> well, cause you were saying like you were going to go to be what you're going to go for school for. And then like dance kept pulling you back. And everything you were describing before doesn't quite match how I knew you as your effervescent and kind of a risk taker. So when you found dance, it's like something must have lined up for you that you did it for so long. And it wasn't just because it's a great paying job because it's not really the case, but it feels like maybe your true self got to come out that kept you going so long. Is that even a question? <laughs> I think it's an observation. Like when you see people like, well, of course you did this for so long, that just matches you so well, but it's hard for me to imagine you Doing like an accounting job or something, and you could have been super fun there and made it fun for everybody. But I don't know. Like, there's
1: something I work now in insurance. Do you really? <laughs> what I do. I'm sure you I make do. it fun though. I never thought I would. I th- well, actually, I guess I have been. At least my at least it's what my coworkers are telling me. <laughs> so it's becoming into the more comfortable I get. Um, I think uh, the more. I, but it is. It, it's very precise, and and yeah it's very, it's very picky and precise and, and has to be aligned correctly. And yeah. So, yeah, it's very That's... weird in that way. I, I don't get to be, um, I, I don't get to be creative in the conventional sense. Mm. Um, my brain on this sense likes to find solutions for, a cre- you know, create solutions for things that I think are unwieldy. So uh, I'm creating in a different, in a different way. Um, I don't think I've actually ever been in an actual artistic, creative way. I'm not a choreographer. I've never been able to paint. I can't draw. Um, I did play piano at one time, but I'm not. No, yeah, I could pick out a tune, but eh, you know, I yeah. So, so I was more a vessel for you know for things. Mm-hmm. As opposed to uh, an actual creator, so I think I, I, for me, it was the what, how I could interpret what was given me, maybe. Hmm. Does that make? Yeah, sense? No. it
0: makes a lot of sense, and it's just I'm I'm just such an amazed amazed by human character and humans, how our minds are just because you the meticulous of wanting to make things work and precision and then the, the wildness of Lynn in a way that's not irresponsible it's just it just makes it such a fun thing because you could be like super perfectionist but be no fun at all because things have to oh run. yeah you but you, be, yeah
1: I guess you could but, be like yes yeah, so retentive that yeah that you're no fun but you
0: were, you're such a free spirit that's why I think that's I'm always amazed like How does, how do we all end up there? Like what drew us to this? And like, this was the thing that we were supposed to be doing. I think I know what it is.
1: I think I'm able to separate that. I am very, I think I'm very retentive when it comes to my own personal things, but when it comes to things outside of me, I am not. So I'm very flexible when it comes to like change of plans. Yeah. No big deal. Cause that, yeah, a bit. Like, but at my house, don't mess with the shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't don't put that back where it belongs. You know that kind of. In my in my own space, I'm very particular. But outside, I I guess it's kind of a way to to have both. I yeah. can have that freedom. I can have that that you know. I feel safe. I've got my safe place where things are exactly where I want it. So when I get out, I can go yeah because I have that
0: safe ah. space. I love,
1: wow. Wow. And, and would be proud. I think I just shrunk myself.
0: (laughs) No, that was really, really good. Cause I just think, yeah. What, what draws some people that were so shy onto the stage, like, how did you end up there? Like, just, it's just fascinating to me. Like, you know, everybody in the world is interesting, but it's just like some of the people that we worked with to go, Hey, everybody was so different. But as we end it, I'm going to post the sharks video um and then tag you in that and then any photos because i think i want to see you in jubilee and i want to see you as a klingon and i want to see <laughs> the different I'll try things to and pick one from from an er- from each era yeah it's just it's such a fun career you've had it's just got so much variety and surprises in it so lynn this was i was so excited to connect with you again to find you again and then Me to hear your story like We'll have to do like, well, if there's another Bluebell reunion, see you there. Or if there, we've talked about a Greg Thompson Bermuda reunion mm. and it kind of started. To ha- I go back every year. Last year with COVID, I didn't. And All I can think about every day, seriously, every day is going back to Bermuda because there's something that has pulled me back. And when I get on my moped, I am just in heaven, like my okay, swimsuit there. under my dress, my snorkel gear in the basket. I took my I'm daughter the there. Yeah, I'm 20, I'm 20 something, something again. And just that freedom of what we had on the island to just feel safe enough to explore and just mm-hmm. play, play like never before. Okay. So you take care of yourself. I want to thank you for you this, too. taking this time, making me laugh, of course. Oh, thank you for <laughs> asking me. I'm very,
1: I'm very, 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 very glad you asked me. Thank you it was,
0: so much. It was so fun. So um, we will talk again. Okay. Bye. Bye.